The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. I'll be doing most of the teaching if God permits me in the second service. The new nest on the right and the former inauguration. But we will see new ourselves today. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 18. By the way, your auditorium is looking. It's looking okay. Yeah, you, you should understand me. We have the best auditorium in King's World now. We are the international headquarters. What do you expect? So you thought we just leave you, maintain your level, don't change you. So come to Chicago if you want to see the most beautiful. Kings was facility globally. The apostolic place. Some of you have seen it online. Are you not proud of us? So you love it. You love it. You love it. God loves us. What a way to celebrate 28th anniversary. Bless us with an amazing building in London. Bless us with an amazing building in Chicago. I believe that is a statement. Even Dallas is moving to a new building. Star season. They should be moving around December 31st. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 18. Are you there? It said, There are three things which are too wonderful for me. Yes, four which I do not understand. So he expanded the list. He started with three and said, Ah! There's one in addition. Verse 19. Top of the list. The way of an eagle in the air. The way of an eagle in the air. The way of a serpent on a rock. The way of a sheep in the midst of the sea. And the way of a man with a virgin. But we are not dealing with the last one. Because this is not a relationship seminar. Focus. Don't let your eyes go to the last one. Just focus on the first one. Because some of you are like, oh, shake it. Don't shake it. Let's focus on the way of what? Of an ego. Someone said the way of an ego in the air. You know, an eagle is an exceptional bird. Is a majestic bird. Is a dominant bird. Is a bird that expresses itself in a way no other bird expresses itself. Is a bird that goes to height and altitudes that you will never find no other bird. You will never find an eagle on the lawn. Because it belongs in the air. It doesn't just function in the air. It goes to the heights. No other board can get to in the air. And I declare as God's prophet. As I'm speaking over you in this conference. I see, see you rising to a new horizon. That is unusual. That is majestic. Like an eagle. Somebody shout amen. 
the way of what an eagle in the air. Yeah, and there's so many things I can say where an eagle is concerned. I can talk about the fact that an eagle is a bird that separates itself from every other bird. Is aware that is different. You will never find an eagle rolling with some chicken. He isolates himself. He separates himself. Not because of pride. But because he's aware of his identity. So many times you roll with people you have no business rolling with. I can understand rolling with them to impact them. But, 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 but I'm talking about the kind of rolling that you literally bring yourself to a level below your capacity. Literally compromising your potential. And Nigel will not do that. He separates itself from the rest of the boss. You will see an eagle in the company of eagles. And then it rises to an altitude. No other ball rises to. I can't spend time on that, but that's not my emphasis. I can also talk about the fact that an eagle does not feed anyhow. You will never see an eagle where there's a vulture. A vulture deals in all manner of food. Dead. But an eagle only eats what is alive. And if there's anything that comes to mind where what is alive is concerned is the word of God. Said the word which I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and life. So one of the reasons why the eagle is the way he is, is because of what he feeds on. There's so many of us that are not able to function like we should function because our diet is dysfunctional. There's an appropriate diet for your expression. Your world is a light unto what? It's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word is alive. When you feed on God's word, you come alive. You are, a, you are literally a reflection of what you eat. Somebody who has not been feeding well looks it. And somebody who has been feeding well looks it. So your diet is everything. And since you are a spirit, what I'm talking about is beyond carbohydrate, protein, and fat. God's word is what keeps you fresh and alive. The words which I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are alive. Man shall not live by bread alone. Why? Man is more than a body. Or should I say, man does not live by education. Because for some of us, it's mental enlightenment that is the primary food. Especially in this part of the world. Education is everything. I know some of you have had it over and over. Education is what will make you. You know my wife and I were having a discussion. We said, we've got to be careful. 
Some of us are just driven. Oh, my children must, must do after school. He must do before school. He must go to the best school. Is schooling so important? Yes. But there's something more important. I know a lot of you are in that category like you're raising children. But the best thing you can expose your children to is the word of God. Because some of you, when you do not even have good education, God's word came into your life and repackaged your destiny. Am I right? And it brought you to levels that you could not have got into with education. And I've realized this, even especially in our country. Men of God that they have much education, but God raised them by the anointing, became successful in ministry. While raising their own children, they forget what meets them. And they now make the primary thing about the raising of their children about education. In fact, some of them send them away from their anointing. In the name of getting the best education. So your child ends up growing up without understanding what made you. The formative years of your child is not exposed to the anointing. Because he's busy studying in the best colleges. It comes back to you as a total stranger. Dad, what's going on here? He has no idea. He's full of philosophy and ungodly principles. Because that's what you made the power with you while raising you. The money you got by the anointing, you now use it to send your child away from the anointing. In the name of giving your child the best of education. Oh yeah, my child should go to Harvard. Do I have anything against Harvard? No. Should go to Stanford. Do I have anything against Harvard? No. But that's not the most important reason you can give to your child. And he needs to feed on what is fresh and alive. Don't destroy the destiny of your children. If possible, get a word lesson teacher for them. Are you listening? Listen to me. Find a young man in church that is very sad. You like children? Say yes. Can you come to my house two or three times? Because at times, a stranger might do a better job than you. Can you come to my house two or three times a week? Spend time with my children. One vibrant young man. Sato, not doing anything. No, I just give you some pocket money. Spend time with my children in the world. Sounds strange to somebody. But you, you do that when it comes to their mental education. Why not their spiritual enlightenment? God's word does not settle in spirit by osmosis. Just because you know it, it does not pass across to them by DNA. Somebody must preach it and somebody must hear it. Is somebody listening to me? So an ego feeds well. It feeds well and ultimately what it feeds defines his expression. One of the reasons why an ego can do the impossible is because he's full of life. And while is it full of life, he's been feeding well. And I can also talk about the fact that an ego is a wise animal. 
And Nebu is so wise that he does not trust until you have been tested. You don't go into partnership if they are not convinced you are committed. You will see the female ego protest at the male ego. He wants to make sure the male ego is committed. That's strange for an animal. You don't see a dog doing that. Are you listening to me? You don't see a dog. A dog sees anything, including his child. And he mounts it. That's a dog. What not an animal? Wants to test the heart. Can I commit my life into this person's hands? So he makes sure trust is after test. And that's God's method. Faithfulness is so important in God's other things. If he cannot be sure that if you are not tested, he will not trust you. There are some levels of the anointing. Now, listen. Look at me for my example. Some of the anointings I've experienced in the last few years, in spite of the commission he gave to me since 1990, which is going to be 30 years in three years' time, did not come into expression until the last few years. Could it be he was checking me out? Why would I put oil on somebody that will waste it? What's the point? Putting the anointing on somebody, the oil of God on somebody who will end up in oil industries. Oh, you didn't hear me. Put the oil on you to raise the dead. And now you are exploring oil from the ground. That will be waste. So you will wait for you to be what? Tested. Before you what? You entrust. And that's where you commit. They are very, very careful when it comes to the choice of their mates. They don't just bear children for anybody. Oh, that's a message for somebody here. I say, oh yeah, my body clock is going away. I just need somebody that will give me babies. You want somebody to put a seed, a rotting seed. Ah, you didn't hear me. A rotting seed in your ground. Why would you do that to yourself? You can as well remain a lover of Jesus and not marry. Rather than do that. In as much as I celebrate marriage, is it by force? Are you listening to me? Is it by, by force? Marriage is not what makes men. In fact, there are people that marriage are wounded. He that finds a, a good wife. Define, not just any wife. There are people that will give their testimony. God just delivered me because my first wife nearly killed me. A woman can bring favor and a woman can bring disfavor. So an ego makes sure before he commits, there's a, somebody, the, 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 the partner has what? Passed the test. That's how it is. such an intelligent board for an animal. A dog will not do that. A dog can mount on his own child. Boom. He does. You just see me for me. But not an animal. And that's why you are not likely to a dog. 
That's why on that list, there's no such thing as the way of what? A dog. Because that's a dangerous one. But some people, when you, when you lay hands on them, the way they are manifesting the most is like a dog. They are backing. Because what they have is a spirit of a dog. Loose spirits, but not angry. It makes sure you are tested before you are what? Trusted. Are you listening to me? It does not commit any harm. But that's not what I want to talk about. But someone said you've been talking about a lot of things. That's not where I'm going. There's something else I'm also tempted to talk about, which I'm not planning to talk about. And he goes prepare his offspring. Some of us, in the name of being a 21st century parent, you are literally destroying your child's destiny. You know, I, I don't strike my children. You know, we just we just roll together. We roll on the floor together. We do wrestling together. We play together. They are my bodies now. My, my children, before they are my body, I'm their dad. Are you listening to me? There's something about raising a child. There are times you withdraw certain benefits, not because you don't love them, but because you love them. You need to see how an eagle trains the eaglets. He releases the eaglets. But just to show that it's not as if he's endangering the life of the eaglet, it goes down quickly. So, and he catches the eaglet. And some of you need to do that to your children. You are, you are there to catch them. But let them go. And you know, after he has released the eaglet a couple of times like that, from a high altitude. The eaglet releases the potential. The potential has always been the eaglet. But there's a training. Someone say training. There's a training that is required to pull it out. And after a while, the eaglet does not need the eagle to cover. Because now he knows how to do it. But there's a way you can be so overprotective over your children and your children will never grow. And the sad thing was, when you were growing up, nobody was protective over you like that. In fact, some of us, people, some of us that did not get the best of treatment, wealth, and exposure, we now overdo it. We try to overcompensate with our children. And your child is 18, see, acting like he's 10. Because it's not been trained. An eagle makes sure the eaglet is not spoiled. He knows the reason she's at that height. Is at that height. It's because he has been trained. Some of you, the hardship you went through prepared you for this greatness. Are you listening to me? You grew up with, by the time you were 16, you were like 40. You were wired. You can handle any adversity. Now you shield your children. Don't do that today. An eagle trains. But that's what I want to talk about. 
Now, what I really want to talk about, which I will not be able to talk about on the second service, is that an eagle is such a dangerous animal that when a storm is coming and every bird is taking cover, every bird is looking for some tree to find the covering, an eagle raises up his eye to the sun and flies towards the storm. Get on your feet, everybody. That's what I want to talk about. I will talk about it in the second service. What kind of an animal is that? A storm is coming. But rather run away from the storm. You run towards the storm. The same storm that somebody is afraid will destroy him. Is what, what raises an eagle. The way of an eagle in the air. You know, while meditating, recently, I got the answer. The reason why an eagle can face a storm. Is because an eagle understands the mystery of rest. He's not afraid of the storm because he knows that storm is the key to the next level. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, and the same Bible says the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. Could it be the affliction is part of the steps to take the righteous to the next level? And you are running away from the affliction. No wonder the Bible says in James chapter 1, it says, Count it all when you fall into diverse. That is, what kind of a scripture is that? Who rejoices with trouble? I don't know why I'm talking to this morning. God told me to tell you, said that trouble will not kill you. That trouble will not crush you. But that trouble will release you. What the devil meant for evil, God turned it around for good. That was the story of Joseph when his brother felt so bad. Some of you know the story because of what they had done. We wish we had not hated you like we did. Joseph said, thank God you hated me. We wish we had not sold you out to slavery. Joseph said, ah, thank God you sold me out. We wish it were not against you. But Joseph said, thank God you were against me. Because if you had not hated me, if you have not behaved yourself, if you have not sold me out as a slave, I will not be where I am. Have you been through a situation, a traumatic experience as a child? Have you been abused before? Have you been subjected to all manner of harassment and affliction? God told me, he said, the deliverance package I have for your affliction is not just to remove the affliction was to release your destiny. The 
destiny of an eagle will never be realized without a storm. Because it's that storm that carries the pressure of the storm is what carries the eagle to the heights. But the reason why other birds could not face the storm, but an eagle faces the storm, is because an eagle knows how to rest in storm. You don't see the eagle trying to spread his, to, to move his wings in storm. He glides through. He soars. Because he knows the storm has enough pressure to take him or take her to that height. Are you going through a stormy situation right now? God says you don't have to break down. Just spread your wing at an eagle. And let that pressure take you higher than you have ever been. Could it be the reason why God said it's okay? It's because they know it will not kill you. Let me teach you what maybe some of you have never had. Could it be that's the reason why God told Job, go told the devil when he said, hey, your servant, I'm going to... It's okay. Feel free. He was aware that Job had some weaknesses. But he knew it would be that period of trial that Job will wake up. And when he eventually wake up, hey! The lion in Job was unleashed. He began to pray for his friends. And God turned the situation around. And the Job he attacked was different from the Job he met after the attack. He was twice better because the Lord has restored him. God told me to tell you there are times that storms will come to challenge your weakness. But I will not allow anything to come against you, which is beyond what you can handle. Because I will be by your side when you are dealing with that storm. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, oh my God, you will not fear. You will look back a few years after the storm and say, how did I do it? But the truth of the matter is that you never did it. There was someone beside you standing by your side. Somebody is going through some funnies of affliction presently. And you are saying, Lord, can I survive it? God told me to tell you, you will not only survive it, you will dominate with it. The dominance of an eagle comes with a storm. Without the storm, there's no eagle. This is the summary of the message I will preach in the second service. Have you been blessed? The way of an eagle in the air. Storm is in the package. Look at the church in Nigeria. Look at what we've been through as a nation. I don't know how many nations have been through what we've been through. And they're still standing. And now, talking about the church of Jesus Christ. In the nations. If you have not mentioned Nigeria. You are a total ignoramus. And I'm not saying this because I'm Nigerian. It's the truth. The move of God in this nation is is real. And God told me it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. 
trusting God that it will be translated eventually into the political arena. But in the meantime, let's enjoy them. The storm will not break us. It will make us stronger. If a bachelor would not rule us forever, nothing can crush us. The destiny of this nation is not in the hands of politicians. There's a God that sits in heaven and makes the heart as full too. That's why I believe in this nation. The way of an eagle in the air. We've been through many storms, but we keep on getting better. Because each storm takes us higher. Each storm takes us higher. Each storm takes us higher. An eagle is not afraid of the storm. But he said many are the afflictions of the righteous. The Lord delivers him. But remember that deliverance is not just, ah, I'm free. That deliverance is, I'm raised. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.